It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome back for another video. In this video, we'll be running through the GameX 17 team. There's still a week till the deadline, so there's always potential for changes, but this is how the team's shaping up currently. There are also eight League Cup fixtures before the GameX 17 deadline, which may influence our teams as well. If you missed the 20 players to avoid video, make sure you give that a watch as well. A link will be on screen at the end. There's tons of content to help you out with the restart and finish on a good rank, so hit subscribe so you don't miss out. So let's get straight into the team, and in goal it's Edison. You need at least one Man City defensive asset. Edison or Cancelo are the two standouts. Akanji could be an option who did start every game since gaming K, but City do have Stones, Diaz, Laporte and Ake all available and competing. Man City have a confirmed double gaming 23 which is against Aston Villa and Arsenal. And a double gaming 20 which has about a 70% chance of happening. If Man City and Spurs don't draw their next FA Cup game then the double gaming 20 is confirmed as well. Moving on to the defence, and the back three is James, Trippier and Dallow. Let me know whether you think Edison is sufficient coverage for Cancelo in defence. As it stands, 13 points separates the two, however 2 mil also separates them. A lot to pay for a minimal difference so far. Obviously if we start to see last season's Cancelo, which we're all hoping for, then there's a very clear winner. Edison does also enable room for James in this draft. Chelsea another team with a double gimmick on the horizon, and it's the first of the season where they play against Man City and Fulham in gimmick 19. James's fitness is a concern, as he wasn't in the squad at all in Chelsea's last friendly, though reportedly both him and Fofana are back in light training. Man United come back from the break with perhaps the best three fixtures, home to Forest, away to Wolves and then home to Bournemouth. Dallas an attacking fullback and only 4.8 mil, so he feels like he's worth a go. That said, we'll have to see what Man United's backline's looking like in Game Week 17, as it could be about Martinez and Varane from the World Cup Final, perhaps Maguire and Lindelof in centre-back. The midfield is De Bruyne, Saka, Martinelli and Rashford. I'm finding De Bruyne or Salah to be a tough one, let me know which way you guys are leaning. Again, Martinez could be absent for Villa in goal, as he'll be back in Argentina for a victory parade. This should add to the appeal of Liverpool's fixture against Villa, and it'll be Olsen likely in goal. As it stands, this De Bruyne does make the draft though, which does save a transfer down the line, as he's got potentially two double game weeks, one in game week 20 and one in game week 23. De Bruyne does also have more points this calendar year, and more points per game. 
Arsenal have a free midweek slot in Gameweek 21, so although it's not announced yet, they could also have a double Gameweek there. On top of that, they've got a confirmed double Gameweek in 23, which is the one with Man City. Saka's been excellent this season, and he continued his form to the World Cup. He's expected to be on penalty duties as well, so he's a very strong pick. You do wonder what impact Jesus' absence will have on Arsenal though. It'll be Nketiah who leads the line most games, which are big shoes to fill. Nketiah doesn't make this team, but for 6.5 mil it could be a very interesting pick and a massive differential. Last season he scored 5 goals in the final 7 games. We talked about Man United's fixtures earlier, and an attacker looks well worth it for those 3 games, after which point Man United faced Man City and then Arsenal. Right before those tougher games, it looks like a clear opportunity to move him on, perhaps for someone with a double game week like Mount, Kulisevsky or Son. The clear omission here in the midfield is Almiron. It is a gamble to go about him considering his form so far before the World Cup break, and 5.8 mil is a good price. It would be Martinelli that makes way if any midfielder were to leave the team for him. If it does pay off, then it's a good way to move up the ranks against the masses. So the front three is Nunez, Mitrovic and Haaland. His minutes are expected to be more secure, and with Aston Villa potentially without Martinez for the next fixture, he could be a key player. Despite not having a great World Cup with Uruguay, he was in good form prior to the break. Liverpool, on the other hand, haven't been performing at their best, and the break may have come at a good time for them to reset. Fulham have a double game week in Gameweek 19, as you can see on the ticker under his name, which is against Leicester and Chelsea. 9 goals this season for only 6.8 mil, so he's an obvious pig. He is one yellow card away from suspension, which resets after he's played 19 games. Hoping we don't get another Madison or Tony situation, where a fifth yellow is picked up at the worst possible time. We talked a bit about Nketiah, who's a really under-the-radar pig, who could thrive for about the same price as Mitrovic, but it is the double gimmick that edges it for Mitro. We'll skip Haaland and move on to the bench, which is Kepa, Gabriel, Andreas and Patterson. Now one easy criticism to make here is the money spent in goal, 5.4 mil for Edison and 4.5 mil for Kepa, which is a lot on two keepers. Assuming that Kepa does assume the number one spot in goal again, it does however give you a route into a double gimmick 19, double gimmick 20 and double gimmick 23. Ward is 4.1 mil, so you're spending an extra 0.4 mil in a nutshell, which isn't significant. Let me know how you're shaping up in goal currently though. I've seen some drafts at the opposite end of the spectrum with Award and Iverson and double up. Gabriel's 0.1 mil cheaper than Saliba, he only has 2 less points over the season, plus a higher XG over the season. Saliba's also in 4 yellow cards and if he picks up one more before he's played 19 games he will be suspended for a match. We'll have to see what Arteta says whether he's straight back into the team post World Cup final. Andreas is also a no brainer with his double game week, though it could be a bench and headache when Gameweek 19 rolls around. Patterson is preferred to Nico Williams now, as Nico was benched for two of the last three games before the break, and he was sharing minutes with Oria. Patterson should assume the right wing back spot again now he's back from injury, and he costs about the same as Nico. Everton do have a chance of getting a double game week 21 scheduled as well. So that's how the team's shaping up at the moment. To follow all the other important content to come, hit subscribe. And if this video was useful, please drop it a like. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.